1: All these different things, you know, the money, the sex, the, you know, all the partying, going to the club, all these different things. You might get a drop of joy from that, right? A drop here and there. You'll never get the fullness of joy that he offers anywhere but from him. You don't get it from religion, you're not going to get it from going to church, you're not going to get it from observing the you know the rituals, you know, the you know being served the sacraments, all these No, it's not religion's not going to do it. It's him. He does it. It's relationship with
0: him. Only a relationship with the Lord will bring everlasting joy. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us the importance of seeking after God in this life. No sin, worldly achievements, or religion will bring us the kind of joy that he can. Only by being in a relationship with God will we experience true joy. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter 3 of 1 Peter and let's join Pastor Robert with part 4 of today's message.
1: Arm yourselves with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he should no longer live the rest of his time in the flesh. For all of that foolishness, but instead, let Almighty God lead you. That's what he's saying. Too many Christians are trying to keep one foot in the world while walking with Jesus. And all that does is keep you and everybody else confused about who you really are. I thought he was a Christian. I did too. What's up with that? I don't know. And I talk to so many Christians that they're not totally sure. It's like if, you know, when we start talking about, you know, fire and brimstone, hell and judgment day and dying and going to hell, you get a little, you start getting fidgety in your seat because you're really not sure. You have a hard time getting excited about facing Jesus because you're not sure if if he's going to have a a smile or a scowl on his face. Is he going to have a tear in his eye when you show up because you're breaking his heart? Or is he going to be breaking out with just that big smile ear to ear because he's so glad to see you and he's already got a place ready for you and he's been waiting. It's all set up. You don't know because you're trying to straddle that imaginary fence. You're trying to live in both worlds. Listen, do you know nobody likes a lukewarm Christian? You ever think about that? Nobody likes a lukewarm Christian. Non-Christians don't like it. They're like, come on, you know. They think you're claiming to be better than them and being a hypocrite. They don't understand that we're not claiming to be better than them. We know we're not. But if you're trying to live in both worlds, you're living in neither world. You're uncomfortable in your own skin. You find yourself getting all anxious and weird in the head. And your non-Christian friends, they're not buying any of it. Your Christian friends, they're not buying it either. You understand? you see what I'm saying? Make up your mind. Which is it? Will you trust Jesus and follow him? If not, will then be a grown-up and reject him and move on? See, they'll respect a Christian that they disagree with. Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and I don't know everything. I'm not better than anybody. I'm, st- I'm learning. I'm doing my best. You know, this is what I believe, and this is why I believe this. And they'll respect that. They may make fun of you. I mean... I remember when I first became a Christian, you know, when I when I first began my life with the Lord Jesus. I stopped going out drinking and smoking weed and doing all that, you know, going to the pool hall and doing all those things. That's all I did before. And I just one day I just stopped. The night before I was in the club. That's actually where I met Jesus. I you know I've told you before. I was drunk. I left. I was in my car leaving a bar when I had that supernatural encounter with God. And, and after that, I wouldn't go back. And I had guys inviting me, and I'm like, no, I, don't, I stopped. I don't do that anymore. I, I'm a Christian. I stopped that. And they were, they were, you know, laughing and making fun. And one guy actually got mad. One of my old friends really got mad at me. He cussed me out. He was so mad at me. But God was so merciful. See, my relationship with Jesus was so, re- still is, so real so personal, so intense, I know that he's alive because I have interaction with him. It's not a one way prayer where I'm talking to myself and hoping that somebody out there is listening. I have interaction with him where every so often, you know, not like every single time, but every so often, I get a reply and I know that I know that I know that I just got a reply. Maybe it's from the the Bible happened this morning. Well, you know, I, I was praying a prayer, and, and then I see, it's like, wow, oh, thank you. I, I know that I know that I know that he was responding to me personally. People don't understand that a lot of times. But for me, you know, it, very, very, very quickly, I, I came face to face with the reality, that okay, I'm a walking disaster, and you love me. So much that you died to make it possible for me to be changed and become part of your family. And in that moment of realization, I decided I'm not, I don't want to do anything to mess that up. I don't want to do anything to hurt his feelings. If he went to such great lengths to rescue me, I don't want to do a thing that would bring sadness to his heart. All I want to do is make him happy. Not in the sense of appeasing him, but in the sense of I love him and I won't do anything that would give him the impression that that's not the case. Now, as we talked about on Tuesday night, that's the fear of the Lord. When you read that statement in the Bible, that's the fear of the Lord. I don't want to do anything to bring sadness to his heart. And that matters more to me than what you think or anybody else thinks. You see that? It's the fear of man, the fear of man, what other people think, the fact that other people might reject you. Okay, maybe maybe they will, and that's hard. You know, one of the first things I had to do. There was a girl that I was partying with on a regular basis. You know, beautiful young lady. I mean, I was in my mid twenties, and she was a few years younger. And and basically, I mean, our whole relationship—I've shared this before—a whole relationship centered around sex. I mean, you know, we'd get together once or twice a month, something like that, because usually I was dating somebody, she was dating somebody, but we still got together to party, and that had been a had been a constant for quite some time. And I realized I got to stop that. He's not happy about that. There's nothing righteous in this. There's nothing good in this. I gotta put a stop to it. And I knew, you know, as I prayed about it, nobody preaching at me. Do you understand? Nobody telling me, you got, man, you gotta stop doing that. That's not right. No, it was just the Spirit of God. That's immorality. That's fornication. That's not, there's no commitment there. There's nothing that honors the plan of God or the, the will of God in that. You're just it's wrong. And sure enough, it was just a few days later that she showed up and, you know, she'd come by my store and she, a former employee, she'd come by my store, you know, she came in, she hopped up on the desk. And I'm like, nope, not, not tonight, not happening. And here's why. And she just looked at me and smiled and said, okay. That was the end of that. And it was hard for a millisecond. Just a mill, you understand what I'm saying? Just for, cause I'm saying to this beautiful girl, I'm never again going to have sex with you. I couldn't believe I was, I couldn't, at first, you know, for just a millisecond, I couldn't believe it was coming out of my mouth. But I knew it was right. And what he thinks matters more to me than what she thought. What she, you, you see this? I recognize it. I, I need to please him with my heart. And you know what? The, the more I learned, the more joyful and satisfied I became. I was reading last night in, you know, Robert Murray McShane, one of his sermons, he talked about the fact that all these different things, you know, the money, the sex, the you know, all the partying, going to the club, all these different things, you might get a drop of joy from that, right? A drop here and there. You'll never get the fullness of joy that he offers anywhere but from him. You don't get it from religion. You're not going to get it from going to church. You're not going to get it from observing the, you know, the rituals, you know, the, you know, being served the sacraments, all these things. No, it's not, religion's not going to do it. It's Him. He does it. It's relationship with Him. When you realize Almighty God is speaking into your life, that He's teaching you, that He has forgiven you, that He loves you, that He Himself has washed you and made you acceptable and clean and that nobody can ever undo that including you my question is do you have that is that your relationship with god is that, is that what, you know when you call yourself whatever you call yourself christian catholic baptist lutheran whatever you you know is that what you're talking about that you have that with jesus because the bible says it on the way he words it he's going to separate the sheep from the goats the wheat From the weeds, the tears, and and he says, "You and I are not capable of doing it." You know, there's it's impossible for me to look out here right now and say, "Okay, there's a goat, there's a goat, there's a goat, there's a goat." I can't do it, but one day soon he will. Which are you?
0: We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry.
1: You know, not not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh a maximum security prison up in Georgia and uh, she realized she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia so she reached out she was all excited that she had you know just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day and uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff, I don't want the fluff stuff, I, I want things that are really, some tools that'll help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I wanna do it, I have time to do it. So we did that, we sent some books, we sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that and they started a little Bible study group and, and God was just using that little 15 minute main thing radio broadcast every day Inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit
0: MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.